Welcome into the Talking Ball, y'all, Poplarville post-game podcast. Jason Baker standing by with the host of the Talking Ball, co-host of the Talking Ball, y'all, podcast, Clay Sweet. And uh, Hornets win it 42-7 to in their opener against the Raymond Rangers. Um, you know, uh, as we tape this immediately following, what hits me is, you know, the tradition, the, the standard that is Poplarville Hornet football, Clay, uh, is awfully high when a 42-7, to and they weren't, it's not that they weren't grateful or thankful. It was a business-like approach of we're still not there yet. Yeah, I agree uh, totally, Jason. You win a game, like you just said, you advance to the 4A uh, second round of 4A playoffs. You get off to a great start. You have a 95-yard touchdown return from Quan Hutterson. Everything seems great, but then you have some pre-snap penalties. That was really kind of the theme. The offensive line uh, continued to move early, and it really stained, which is a, a Big win. I mean, you advance in the playoffs, that's a big deal, especially uh, by five touchdowns. But it was some of those things offensively that just weren't there. And maybe it's overshadowed a bit how well our defense played at times tonight. Boy, this defensive unit, we talk about it every week on here. And we're probably going to have to, right, if we're going to keep uh, doing these post-game podcasts in a celebratory way. <laughs> This defense is a special unit to kind of lean on, and they were that tonight. Let's go there. Um, they're a unit that can cause what I call havoc. Um, they can be in your face. Tonight they were. I thought uh, Mac, their quarterback tonight, was running for his life at every point in time that he wanted to throw the football. Um, and, and I thought what happens, too, is when a play, a positive play occurs, you know, our energy and effort just wins us so many plays. Like, that that level of effort and exertion from a defense uh, is really unmatched in high school. I mean, uh, it, it really is. Like, it, you just don't find teams like that. The play that stands out to me, and it's just a simple play, but Mac flushed from the pocket. He runs for like a three-yard gain in the second half, and I look up, and the man that is forcing him out of bounds is our nose tackle, Tucker Smith, who is running, uh, when you watch it back on tape, He's running at 100% exertion to flush him out of that pocket. It's just a unit. That's how they arrive in a pretty pissed-off mood. Yeah, they really do. Tucker Smith, you mentioned him there. He also blocked a punt earlier in the ballgame. I thought he was even a, a touch better than what he's been all year, which has been really good. Uh, I thought he played one of his better games um, tonight. This defense, JB, you, you talk about it with effort. Look at Khalid Moore. We've covered high school sports, whether it be baseball, basketball, or football. One thing that you and I are always say, when you have the best player, <laughs> like your chances of winning are just exponential, especially on a high school level. And a lot of games that we're rolling into, Khalid Moore is going to be the best player on the field, and he doesn't take any plays off. You know, he just plays hard every snap. So when your leader's doing that, and if he's the alpha, maybe right underneath him is a guy like Ahmad Harmon who you don't see rest. Like these guys that are the elite, they play hard every snap. So maybe if you're the four-fifth best guy on that defense, you're thinking, boy, if they're doing this, I better get after it. And they set the tone. And it's, it's, it's fun to watch them play so hard. And then to talk to Coach Acock, he's such a – he really is a calm guy. He's And even the way he coaches, like, I don't see him really uh, – what I would say, like, coaching a loud, dogmatic way. He doesn't have to. And so uh, the way that they fit 
with Coach Acock's personality. It's a lot of fun to be around, and it's a lot of fun to watch them. You, you gave the stat earlier. I'll ask you to do it here. They're just not giving up any points over what? Uh, maybe the last uh, three weeks here, they have been on such a roll defensively. You look back, the loss, we keep going there. Columbia, they didn't play a bad football game either. So this is a defensive unit you can really hang your hat on. Yeah, Poplarville High School cafeteria worker once told Jacob Acock he wasn't mean enough to coach defense, and that's a true story. And uh, his demeanor uh, certainly fits that uh, description. But, boy, coach defense, he and uh, his defensive staff, John Addison Ford, Adam Johnson, boy, they are uh, got this team playing at a high level. Clay alludes to that stat. It's, uh, well, we entered tonight with 14 consecutive possessions. Uh, of not allowing an offensive score that continued tonight. So I don't know how many possessions they had in the game. The average is about eight. So you could take that mark up to about 22 possessions, uh, plus or minus one or two, um, that they have not allowed a consecutive point playing at a high level. The other point I wanted to make, uh, I, the play by Quan Hutterson to start the game. We've talked special teams this year. Zach Carpenter is so much improved um, from a year ago. He's just made progress uh, from a year ago. But then this kickoff return unit to me in the punt return, Riley Passman's done a fantastic job uh, receiving punts on the punt return side of things for us. And then Quan on the kickoff tonight to set that tone and to show that dynamic and that speed. Uh, really set the tone for the night, did it not? Yeah, and we've been covering Popperville for a good while now. Not a lot of kick returns for touchdowns just jump out in my memory, so that's going to tell me we just haven't seen a lot. So that was big. You see the maturity, the growth of Maurice Travis. Maurice Travis is going to roll out of here tonight with 13 touchdowns on the year. He's going to be well over the 1,000-yard mark. And this is a guy that's just a junior at the tailback. I think people that follow Popperville through football throughout the state are familiar with Austin Bolton. They're familiar with Chase Shears. They're going to be, begin to be real familiar with Maurice Travis, too, at that tailback spot. Absolutely. Uh, your final thoughts as we look ahead, Moss Point, a team uh, with an SEC-level kind of wide receiver. They've got another guy on the other side that I think's uh, high-level JUCO uh, ready for sure, and uh, I may be missing on that judgment. He may be college ready. I'll I'll make that judgment next Friday night. But uh, we've talked about the pageantry and the history that is that place on our broadcast. What what strikes you as uh, you prepare for that journey uh, to Lower Jackson County next Friday night? Historic place. We talked about it a lot through the broadcast. If you've got to go play a big one, it might as well be at Moss Point. That's an exciting place uh, to have to go win. Two guys. Guys that score tonight for the Hornets are going to have a big say-so next week. Quan Hutterson, as our listeners, maybe not so familiar. He had that 95-yard touchdown return. We've mentioned that already a couple times. He's going to be at that cornerback position uh, against one of these guys throughout the night. At the other, it's going to be a guy that called a touchdown tonight, Lawrence Jamison, who we interviewed last week on this post-game podcast, who's just a beautiful player. He's so smooth. Just everything he does looks really really natural and i believe him and mr simmons going to get to know each other pretty well next week yep uh lawrence described playing corner as lovely um it'll be lovely uh come next friday night against mr simmons clay thank you for your time oh always jb it's a lot of fun when those temperature drops you get into november and look coach beach is just really turns up i believe his coaching even a notch he 
gets his team to perform so well uh, this time of year. It's we almost it, we try not to, man. It's so hard not to do to take these things for granted with the way they roll through here with these first, second, third round wins. So uh, special to advance this time of year. That's Clay Sweet, the co-host of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. I'm Jason Baker. Stick around. We'll have more from the Talking Ball Y'all Poplarville postgame podcast. Johnson Farms and Meat Market features all Angus beef steaks for incredible flavor. They also serve cooked brisket and top quality deli meats, including pork, beef, and chicken. Beef packages are available too. Shop online at johnsonfarms.com or stop in at the corner of Highway 11 and North High in Picayune. Johnson Farms and Meat Market, where quality beef begins. We all know that switching jobs is stressful and switching schools is painful, but switching your insurance policies to Allstate can never be easier. Local Allstate agent Jason Pigott is proud to support the Hornets. At Allstate, you can call one local agent who can assist you with all your policies and make the paperwork simple. Here in Poplarville, Allstate agent Jason Pigott and his team can help protect everything from your car, home, boat, and ATV. Stop by and see the team of Leah Holston and Lindsay Olson, and they will take good care of you. They're located at 4656 Highway 53, that's right next to McDonald's, or give them a call at 601-795-2700. The question you should be asking yourself is, are you in good hands? Welcome back, everybody, to Talking Ball, y'all postgame podcast. Hornets win it 42-7 to over the Raymond Rangers tonight. This defense continues to play at a high level. Joining us on the postgame podcast tonight, our secondary coach, John Addison Ford. And uh, glad you're with us tonight. And, uh, John Addison, I guess let's start with this game. Um, a good tall task. They had a junior receiver. Uh, I think his name's Carlton Hilton uh, on that side. Hilton's just a, a fantastic player, a big body. And uh, I thought for the most part, I thought your secondary guys played well. Just maybe your assessment of the game and, and the way that your secondary kind of flew around. Yeah, well, um, starting starting off with secondary, you're thinking it's always going to be pass pass first, and and that's true. Um, but with a team like what we face tonight, you're expecting them to um, to get challenged in the run game too. They they had some pretty good athletes um, in the backfield that could bounce and and break a tackle, and we were testing that, um, which I think is good moving forward. We need to we need to have our our head screwed on straight and straight enough to where we can expect pass, but we also have our eyes um, peeled back to to be expecting run and run support also. Can you speak earlier in this, uh, well, earlier in the broadcast tonight, I visited with Quan Hutterson. And Quan's a kid who was really an offensive type player for most of his career through middle school. We saw him make an impact as a freshman uh, for this program on a team that went on to play in a state title then. And, and he made an impact as a, a freshman ball carrier. But he's turned into a really good corner, in my opinion. <clears throat> Tonight, he makes a play on their opening drive on third down. They wing it out to, I think it was Hilton on that side. And here comes Quan, hits him in the hip, gets him to the ground. And not only that, he then works his hand through his body to strip the ball loose. Can you speak to the development of Quan and, and maybe how much better is he today than he was as a corner maybe day one? Well, for the whole group, it's week by week. But with, with Quan, he's so fast and he's so quick in his feet and hips um, that, that it almost becomes uh, – 
you know, take it with a grain of salt because with with him having that kind of speed and that kind of explosion, he can he can sometimes get a little too too deep. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, we had we had a couple of weeks of, of being able to work um, shorter uh, shorter routes, uh, maybe a little quicker throws, and then of course the deep ball. Um, but 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 what I love about Quan the most is his physicality and wanting to come up and, and make a tackle and um, not being not really you know being scared to back down from from a challenge. I think that's the hardest thing to teach. You can teach someone how to tackle, but you can't you can't teach them to want to. You can't teach them to, get, to go get an attitude. And um, I think that's what we saw tonight. We saw um, a little bit of a of a trigger with him and. And he flew up, and early on in the game, ended up getting the ball out of receiver's hands, and um, kind of left left a stamp uh, right there at the corner position early on in the game. We had a fantastic interview with Lawrence Jamison last week on this post game podcast. He actually used the term. I asked him what it's like to stand on an island and play corner. He used the term "lovely" uh, is is what Lawrence wanted to speak to the other side and how Lawrence uh, has done. And then we'll get to the safeties in a moment. Well, Lawrence too is another. You know, quick in the hips, feet, very explosive. Um, you know, helmet within a five-yard box. He is he is so impressive. Um, now that that helps us out in secondary a lot because we're having to break on routes. Um, I think every skilled guy in the secondary has their strength. Um, that they have what they what we have to work on throughout the week. I'm not gonna call it a weakness because I, I think they're all very good at what they do and what we ask them to do. Um, but when you have when you're able to have Quan on one side and Lawrence on the other, it really puts the offense in a tough situation to not be able to pick on either side. Um, because once they think they have a beat on you, then we we can adjust or we have another athlete that's that is up for the challenge. You, you know, kind of has the 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 beatest chest and and as I like to say, the I dare you, I dare you to throw it to myself. And um, so we can get our guys to, to just buy into it and and just just love that challenge, which I think they have. Um, I think we're a, a very, very good defense overall and a very good secondary. Let's go to that safety position for you. You've rotated that group. I even saw a snap tonight uh, with Lawrence Jamison uh, at safety kind of roaming over the middle. But Matt Will, the leader of the bunch, Riley Passman, who I think has just played a fantastic year uh, for the green and gold. You've rotated him. Will Harry has now come back there uh, to develop as a safety as well. Can you speak to, to that unit and um, maybe speak on, on, on their strengths and then – uh, how impressed have you been with their play? So their strengths with that group is you have to have someone in that position that not only is fast enough to cover, you know, landmark to landmark, but um, be physical enough to be able to run run the alley and, and make a tackle. We know in a in a perfect world they should never have to make a tackle, but we don't live in a perfect world. They're going to have to make a tackle. There's going to be running backs that break free. Uh, we're we're going to you know, miss a tackle here and there. Um, so we have to have guys that you know that um, you know, like you said earlier, leaders of the defense and. Um, can can really make an impact or a difference from that from that position. So as a whole, uh, we we do rotate guys there because of tendencies and what we think the offense can, might come out and do. But um, I feel comfortable with any down if if we had to. If we only had four players, if you could take the the fifteen DBs we have, then we could only play four. For now on, I feel comfortable with any of them being able to play any position right now, just because of. Um, how one just just a God-given talent with them, and then how they've bought in, and they they love to work hard, um, and they they are up for the challenge. During the ball game tonight, as we finished that ball game up, I alluded that 
It looked like we'd be taking on Moss Point down there. They have an SEC-level uh, wide receiver. Um, they also have a guy, in my opinion, what little tape I watched on him coming into uh, our game tonight on Moss Point, but they have another guy on the other side that you can't really get kind of caught up following just the SEC commit. Um, if you've peaked and looked, what do you see and, and, and what do you anticipate when you, when you see a guy like that that's got accolades that – you know, SEC schools are saying um, he's that level good, and we know what that level good looks like because we got one of our own on the defensive side and Khalid Moore. But uh, when you have a Simmons kind of guy um, from a secondary personnel, how do you attack next week against Moss Point? So it's, it's, it's almost funny you said that. Before the game tonight, I, I told the team in a joking manner, I don't care if we're playing a seventh-grade team or if we're playing a Division One team. We should always have our first two steps correctly. We should always have our angles correctly. We should always have our eyes in the correct spots. We should never be out of position. That's day one stuff um, that I think uh, that with us starting playoffs, we should go back to our day one and let's start a new season with them. Um, so <clears throat> to allude to that, I, I, whoever the athlete is across the field if, or across the sideline from us or the line of scrimmage, if we can do our, our, our day one stuff right um, and, and make the right reads and do the right techniques and the right steps and right hand placement and everything, it's the little stuff that just kind of snowballs up into, into great success, I think we can be okay. Um, like I said earlier, we have, we have athletes that are up for the challenge. I think they're going to be excited about you know, being able to prove themselves again. Um, week in and week out of this year, it's always been something. It's, it's well, they have a really good running back let's go tackle them. They have a really good quarterback. Let's go get in his face and, and make interceptions. They have a really good receiver. Let's go, let's go mess with them and, and get in his face and just disrupt this whole game. So I think we have um, enough secondary guys right now that are excited about it that it, it, it fires me up um, to not have to try to convince them of that. They, they are up for the challenge, and um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they've got for them next week. Absolutely. That's our secondary coach, John Addison Ford, joining us on our Talking Ball, y'all, Poplarville postgame podcast. Appreciate the visit. Sir, thank you. Absolutely. That's uh, John Addison Ford again, our secondary coach for the Poplarville Hornets. I'm Jason Baker. We thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Talking Ball, y'all, Poplarville postgame podcast.